Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. It's prayer and story time. Welcome to the Ark of the Covenant Ministry Prayer and Story Time where we get an opportunity to present the man Christ Jesus. Well, some will receive him as their Lord and Savior, where others will get an opportunity to get strength, hope, and direction. Others will get guidance. Today, we get an opportunity to give testimonies, stories, and some laughter or two. Maybe a song. My name is Reverend Hill. I'm here today with my lovely, anointed, Holy Ghost-filled, precious wife, Mrs. Hill, where she got a message from above. So I want you to situate yourselves. Prepare yourselves to receive what heaven has released and right now hear what thus saith the Lord good morning good morning good morning to all of our faithful friends and listeners and welcome 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 we just want to welcome all of our new listeners this morning and friends that this is your first time coming and we're very glad that you're here with us. Welcome to Ark of the Covenant Ministries with my husband, Reverend Derek Hill. And we're very glad for you all to be here with us today. Of course, you all know that we are still on our series of real-life stories. Life has many storms, and storms come in many forms. And we will be continuing with testimonies and questions and answers and as my husband says, sometimes you have to cry together. We always want to be in a position where we pray together. We want to laugh and rejoice together. Like he said, sometimes he will be giving you a song. So let's continue with our series. But before we do that, we always want to pray for world peace. So let's do that. Let's pray for families and friends and neighbors. Let's even pray for our enemies, Lord, that they would be saved. Let's close our eyes and let's bow our heads and let's continue to pray. Heavenly Father, we want to come to you today to ask you for a blessing upon the world, Lord, to ask you for world peace, Lord. Lord, we just want to ask, Lord, we know that we need a revival, for we all need to turn around and change our way. We need to become new, Lord. New in you, Lord, had it peace that you give us, Father God. God, I pray today that every prayer warrior, every saint, every pastor, every teacher, every leader, every child, every Christian, every newborn Christian, and those that don't know how, Lord, would just follow us in product day, Lord Jesus. We asking that every stronghold over our businesses, over our families, Lord, over our cars, over our friends, over our children, over our spouses. Lord Jesus, that they would be broken, Lord, any occultic evils, Lord, that has come up, up against us and upon us, Lord Jesus. Lord, we just pray that you would bless us and just would sprinkle your sinner's father's blood down all over the world as it's just raining 
all over us, Lord Jesus. Lord, reign and pop every bubble of evil. Saturate the minds of those, Lord, that don't know you, Lord, that and pierce their hearts, Father God, that they may want to come to know you, Lord Jesus, as their Lord and Savior. And, Lord, I'm just asking that you would comfort the hearts of those that woke up this morning, Lord Jesus, with bad news or lost a loved one. And, Lord, I'm asking that you would, you would just give us the joy to rejoice to those that brought a new baby life in the world and happy or marriage or they're happy something good has happened. They heard good news from their doctor, Lord Jesus, that they're going to be okay, Lord, and it's going to be all right. Lord, I just pray against all evil, occultic, spiritual evilness and wickedness, Lord Jesus. Lord, we know that if can't nobody in the world do it, we know that you can do it, Lord. We know that you can break every bond, every chain, every shackle, everything that's wicked, Lord. We're just asking that you just save the world, Father God. God, we're just asking that through this ministry, Father God, my husband and I, we just pray that many are saved, Lord, and many will come to know you, Lord, as he gives the word, Lord, and preach the gospel, Lord Jesus, as we just listen to testimonies and when they ask questions and when my husband give answers or myself give answers, Lord, that it comes from you, Lord, that it's, it, it's like you, Lord, that it comes from your word, Lord, to help inspire those and to help them, Lord, but not to hurt or hinder them, Lord Jesus. So, Father God, these are the prayers that we ask in your Jesus' holy name. And, Father God, we also want to pray for those, Lord Jesus, today. Excuse me. Excuse me, Father God, that you would open up the minds of those that are listening this morning and that you would give them a clear understanding of these testimonies and of the messages that are being brought to us, Lord, but not only us, Lord. These messages, when they ask questions, Father God, these messages are not only for us, but they are for you too, Father God. So, God, just word our mouths so that you can see the goodness in the Lord in my husband's in my heart, Lord Jesus, and open up the minds of those that are baby Christians or even some of us that are full-blown Christians, Lord, that know better that you would not help us to be offended, Lord, help us to be offended, but you would help us take it and use it for our lives for the better or tell a neighbor or a friend or a family member or co-worker about this ministry and to tune in so that they can watch and listen, Lord, and they can grow for it in Jesus' name, from it. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. amen. Well, to our testimonies, life has many storms. We know the storms come in many forms. They come in divorces, accidents, abortions, joblessness, drugs, loneliness, pornography, fears, sicknesses, abuse, death, depressions, alcoholism, rapes, trafficking, all kind of abuse, but we know that none of these wicked things come from the Lord God up above. And we just ask God today that if there's any of you that are going through any of these things, even some of the sinful, wicked things that I have not mentioned today, I would pray that whatever your problems may be, whatever the strongholds are that Satan have over you or your family or even a friend, I pray today, Lord Jesus, that you would help us. And you would break those strongholds. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. <clears throat> I will get started with my first testimony. My first testimony comes from, she says, hello, my name is Patty. And she said, I want to talk.
titled My Own Testimony, and my own testimony is titled I Was Robbed. Let me tell you a little bit about myself. When I was 12 years old, I gave my heart to the Lord. I will never forget the love and happiness I had when I was saved and when I was with the saints. Unfortunately, as I got older, I slipped into worldliness. Although on the surface, it appeared that I was happy. I was empty inside, actually. I was a manager at a Cadillac shop and lived in an apartment on the beach. I would get off work and have a drink with my friends, walk along the beach, and hang out with them. Many people think this free lifestyle is a fun way to live and having a family would tie them down, but I knew better. Here I was, a 30-year-old woman with no children. I knew being a mother was what I wanted more than anything. One day while I was at the grocery store, I saw this beautiful candle with a picture of Jesus on it. He had on a white robe, had a red heart in front of him. Something really stirred inside, stirred inside of me, and I was convicted once again of my faith in Jesus. I felt like I had been robbed by the devil, and I thought to myself, he is not going to rob me anymore. I was reminded of the word, asking ye shall receive, John 16, 23, and 24. I went home and I prayed to God for a child. I promised the Lord that I would raise that child in the church. In 1 Samuel 1 to 11, Hannah prayed a similar prayer. My faith never wavered. That month I became pregnant. Hallelujah. Praise God. He gave me a wonderful son. And then a few years later, he blessed me again with a beautiful daughter and a husband that I received. Then I received my husband had received Jesus. After my husband got saved and we had the children, our whole lives started to crumble before us. My husband started staying out all night. He started hanging around with his friends that were unsaved. He started doing ungodly things, worldly things out in the world. He slipped away from working. The bills started becoming due. I had to start reaching out to different places and different things to do that I can do as a craftsman. I, I really have no experience other than the years that had passed working as a manager at the Cadillac Company, but I had children that I needed to be at home and raise, and this was what type of marriage I thought that it would be. Reverend Hill, I'm asking for your help. I need your help. I know that my husband is a good man, and I really feel in my heart that he really loved God. But I really just don't know what to do at this point. At this point, I'm frustrated. I am tired. As I write this testimony to you now, my husband has been gone for a whole week, and I have not seen him. And I'm reaching out to you because I really need help in knowing what to do and how to handle this situation. I don't know whether I should divorce him and just take the children and move on or what I should do. I know he's cheating because I found condoms in his bottom sock drawer hidden up underneath the socks. I found letters, and several times I was able to get into his cell phone when he walked away and left it on the bed and went to shower. And the pictures that this woman is sending him with kissy lips, her boobs up, turning around in a twerk-like position, 
it really hurt my heart. It's horrible. What should I do? And this, and, and her name again is what, Sugar? Patty. Patty, Miss Patty. Praise the Lord. Well, we thank God for you, Sister Patty. Uh, we, we, we definitely going to be praying for you, Miss Patty. Um, and we're going to be praying for all of those that's in this type of situation. Uh, as we're going to be praying for your husband as well. Um, and we thank God uh, right now as we uh, embark on such a situation as you are embarking uh, with your children and uh, with, with your family under spiritual attack that has manifested in the physical form. Um, we know that the enemy is about, and we know that the enemies, the enemy comes after marriages, to definitely to separate marriages. Uh, and uh, you, have children in the midst of this marriage. Um, the Bible gives clear instructions. We know that God hates divorces. We know that the Bible give, gives clear instructions about the reasons for divorce. Uh, if there is a fornication going on, adultery going on in a marriage, you have the right to walk away from the marriage. Uh, that uh, is between you and God uh, and, and your husband. If this man has gone away from the house uh, for a week and he's not providing, uh, uh, he's not uh, taking care of his responsibilities that he's able to do, and he's not doing what he's able to do. The Bible calls him less than an infidel, less than a sinner, uh, and this, God's hand will be upon him. But your first and foremost responsibility is to the children and the protection of them. So a lot of times you have to back out of a situation and let God be God. Uh, uh, you, you know, you have to pray and uh, let God be God. Sometimes in order to, the Bible says that God will even himself turn an individual over to the retrobate mind in order to save a soul. So sometimes you have to back out of a situation and let them fall flat on their face in order for God to be God. You have to get out the way in order to do what's needed to be done to protect you and your family in order for them not to see daddy get in serious trouble and for them not to be caught up in the midst of a lifestyle that they don't need to see or know anything about. 
you have come back to the Lord, you is following the Lord Jesus Christ. They don't need to see or be damaged by a lifestyle of whatever daddy is doing while being away from a house for that long. I can only speak of my experience, what I was doing when I was away from the house for that period of time. Uh, uh, my lifestyle was was not a beautiful, was not a prestigious one. If some people had lived, they they you know they have been perfect all their life. I was in Seoul uh, in my first in. Uh, encounter, I, you know, I lived a wretched life. So when I left home and was gone for a week, I did everything that I thought I could do. So, you know, I don't, and God dealt with that situation in all kind of ways. And I'm still paying some of the penalties of that thing because the toll that it took on my body of some of the things that I was doing, some of the things that I put into my system. So you need to uh, uh, think about maybe it's, it, it might be good to separate yourself. Maybe that might even draw some attention to him to realize that what he's doing and, and uh, bring him to his needs where he needs to repent to God and repent to you, apologize to you, and turn away from his sinful ways. Uh, also, y'all back in church, the way the, red, the letter read that you two were back and, and he was following, he had got saved and y'all was walking with the Lord. So I pray that you done went to the pastor of the church and uh, uh, maybe talk with him or some of the brothers in the church and maybe they done had an opportunity to go to him as well. Uh, if not, that would be a good thing to do to get them to go to him where the men folks can gather him up and uh, see if they can uh, talk with him as well. Uh, sometimes that uh, can be a, a thing that can be done, but you know, I suggest that a, a, a moment of a, a, a part uh, and, and with the praying and with the family coming together uh, as as you all uh, get the family uh, unit safe where the children don't have to feel no repercussion of all of this uh, trauma going along. That way the children don't get damaged in the situation and you can continue to try to uh, men the ways if you would like because it don't sound like you really want to leave your husband it sounds like you want to save your marriage so if you want to 
it, it, the ways that it is is to gather some some help from the church. My suggestion would be to gather help help from the church. You know, invite the brother in, invite the, uh, the elders from the church in, and invite your pastor in, so um, they can give you some support. And as well, probably invite some of your sisters in to give you some support in the situation as well. That way, uh, uh, they can support you as they, as the men folks chase him down. That's what would be my suggestion. And then as you continue to pray and let God uh, uh, move you in the direction that, that he would want you to go in. And that would be a lot uh, uh, safer and a lot easier. But the main priority is get the children safe. Would be the main priority right now. Wife, you got anything? No, baby, you have covered it all. I just would like to tell Sister Patty that I'll be praying for her. And um, I will ask for deliverance for her husband. Um, we know that sometimes, like as she said, that, you know, a lot of people judge sin differently from God. And that's why God is God. That's why we are who we are. And so I do believe that a saved person can be demon-possessed, but we all know that we can be oppressed by unclean spirits. And I just want to say, you said that you know your love, your husband has heart love Christ, and that you know you don't know what has come over him. Well, sometimes transferring of spirits make a big deal. The gentleness of the heart of man sometimes is easily preyed upon, Sister Patty, by Satan, the devil, and his angels. And it sounds like to me your husband is in a position where starting to hang with the wrong crowd and talking to the wrong people. Sometimes those transferring the spirits that he shouldn't be around can enter into a person that people don't believe that these things are real or so, but they really are real. It's so. It can happen, and... Like my husband said, it don't sound like you really want to leave your husband or divorce him, but I mean, when we take our wedding vows, um, I know some of us, most of us, take them seriously, so we try to see, and we measure them to see what can be done, so sometimes... We can forgive one another and stay together and say, well, you know what, I married you for better or for worse, so I take this as my worst. And we're going to try to work together and get some good counsel. And we'll see how things work out and raise the children and just see how things work out. A lot of times it may work, sometimes it may not work. <clears throat> but you need a lot of prayer as we all and I'm going to be praying that uh, God open up the eyes of your husband and that he realize the things that he has done. It's wrong that he will repent to God and ask God for forgiveness, but also not be too much man to come to you and say, Honey, whatever I have done to hurt you, most of the time they already know what they've done to hurt you. It's just a thing of looking you in your face, telling you, I know I shouldn't have done this or this or this or this or this. But it's not the thing that they have to come and name it because you already know what the things are, too, that they're being convicted of. It's the thing of just coming to you saying, you know what? I hurt you. 
I've hurt you and I know that I was wrong and I'm sorry. A lot of times, us as women, that's all we're looking for is to see if a man will be man enough to come and open up and say, I know the things that I did. And that's admitting the truth that they have done it. And I'm sorry. I am sorry for doing it. I went to God and I'm coming to you. So I will be praying, my husband and I, that um, that you will find peace in the midst of the storm. And we know that God can give you that comfort that you are looking for. And I want you just to close your eyes and imagine God just squeezing and hugging your heart. And God love you. And don't never forget that. This is why he sent his son Jesus to die on the cross for the penalty of our sins. as payment to be paid for our sins. And we all fall short. But God give us a way to pick up. Get up and to escape it. So we all, we this is a spiritual warfare that we are in, and it's time for people to start really thinking about it and just coming together for the glory of God and just praying out all over the world. We don't just need a National Prayer Day one day. We need National Prayer Day every day. And that's why I pray for the world the way I do every single day. To me, it's National Prayer Day. We need prayer every day. You know, to help us with our marriages and our husbands and wives and our children and especially in the churches and especially who's standing behind the pulpit nowadays and in the church. So I'll be praying for you and I'm going to be praying for your husband that he turn around, uh, away and, and, and turn the opposite ways and ask God to deliver him from his wicked ways. Okay? So that's all I really wanted to say. Prayer works. So keep your head up. Okay, honey. All right. Let's go to the throne of grace and let's pray for Sister Patty and all of the families that's going through a spiritual attack. And I want to invite all of you to uh, come back at 10 o'clock because we're going to be talking about this. It's, it's amazing how God works because all of this uh, we're going to be talking about at 10 o'clock. Uh, the topic for 10 o'clock as it is with our video blog that we presented this morning and the topic for our open forum where you can call me in and, you know, talk about it and you can talk about any topic that you like. But the topic for the subject of the uh, open forum today is sin, sinners, sinning, sinless, and sin-free. We're going to be talking about the formulation of sin, what is the operation of sin, how to overcome it, how God looks at it, and what is the functionality, what is the principles of God's release, and what is sin actually? A lot of people only think that there is 10 sins, that the 10 commandments, that's all the sins. And many a times we don't understand that, uh, like my wife was speaking of, that, you know, the transference of spirits upon them, people get oppressed and, and, and all kind of stuff goes on in this world because we're fighting against a whole formation. The Bible says we 
get the demons and principalities in high places. This is an army against you. So you must understand the operation that is against you. So we're going to be talking about it today at 10. So, and why it's so important that families come together and understand how they work together to watch out for one another. My wife is my best uh, defense as I am her best defense. As she covers me and I covers her. You see, when it comes down to this battle that we in, we in a spiritual warfare, and we fighting to, we, we fighting together. We not fighting against one another. We fighting together. It's us against the army. Amen. <laughs> it's us against them. Yes, we against them. Yeah, we trying to kill. Yeah. Amen. Yeah, yeah, we kill us. Yes, we are. So y'all can call the police. Yeah, we killing. Yeah, yes we are. Yes we are. Every every moment you see us, we kill us. Yes we are. Thoroughbred, born again, signed by Christ, kill us. Kill us. Yes we are. Yeah, and that's what y'all need to be. Y'all need to be killers. Don't have no shame in your game. Take that sword that God give you and kill. Right, amen. And kill. Don't be afraid. Claim what's yours and kill everything amen. trying to take it. That enter into your house trying to take what God has given you. If you look throughout that Bible, he killed everything. Uh-huh. That's, That's right. All the way down to the little kitty cat. He told That's him to kill heart. everything. So let's let's pray. Let's let, let's pray. And, and and we know that the enemy is on the move, but God's people is on the move too. God people is on the move, and He gave us yes, authority. He gave us authority over the fowls of the air, over the fish of the sea, the cattle over the land, and every creeping thing on the face of this earth. So let us walk in that authority. Let us walk in the light because Christ is in you and we are in him. Let us live by that authority. We walk by faith, not by sight. Father God, we thank you. Lord, we thank you for your goodness, your mercy, and your grace. Lord, we thank you because you have ordained us. You have called us. You have put forth the position. You have put forth the placement. And when you placed us and ordained us and called us and drawed us out, you have given us the authority in your name to place death upon the adversary. So in the name of Jesus, we call to break yokes. 
We are calling to set free the bondage of your people. We're praying to set free Sister Patty's husband from the attack for which the enemy has set upon him. Father God, right now, break the yoke, break the bondage. Right now, Lord, free his heart and his mind that he can hear you right now in the name of Jesus. Right now, cast out for which the enemy has come through. Bind up all the devices for which he uses. Bind up all the portholes for which he's come through. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, cast him back for which he came. In Jesus' name. And Lord, if thou must, bring him to his knees. In Jesus' name. Lord, we pray for the marriage to be reunited as one. Disperse your angels around them to protect them from hurt, harm, or danger, seen and unseen. Set up flaming sword at the door and bless the threshold where the enemy cannot cross it again. Seal the house with your anointing in Jesus' name. Now, Lord, let this be upon all of your families as you blessed all of your families with your precious seal. And Lord, we thank you. Now, Father God, if there's anyone here that don't know you as a loving Savior, Lord, we give them this opportunity right now to cry out unto you because you said that if thou shalt believe in thy heart on the Lord Jesus, that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So right now, all they have to do is believe and call on you if they can believe. If they just say, Lord, I'm a sinner. And Lord, right now, I believe. I believe you died on the cross for my sins. I believe you was born of a virgin. I believe. I believe you rose again on the third day. I believe. And I believe you're sitting on the right hand of the Father. I believe. Lord, Save my soul. I believe. Thank you for saving me. Amen. Amen. Glory to the Lamb of the Living God. Now, if you want to be here today at 10 o'clock, please come back. We're going to have a great time. You can call in and ask questions. You can talk about anything subject you like any Christian thing about your Christian walk we'll be here to talk about it also if you said that prayer in your minute please start reading your Bible that's what your Bible's for is to pick it up and read it not to be in your back window so the police won't stop you it's not to protect the car it's for you 
open your Bible and start reading it and studying the Word of God. If you don't have a Bible and you can't afford one, please go to your nearest resale shop or your Salvation Army or knock on the church door and tell them, I just accepted the Lord Jesus and I need a word. I need a sword. I want to become a killer. I want to kill the enemy every time he comes in my way. And I'm quite sure they give you a Bible. And start turning from your ways and following the man Christ Jesus. Find your sin-hating Bible-preaching church. And then go where the Lord leads you. If you want to stay here with me and Mrs. and the rest of the Ark Movers, we'd be glad to have you. All you got to do is hang out with us and come and hear some teaching and, and, and some laughter and stuff. You can get our free app and put it on your phone and just stay in touch with us. Just simply, you can go to your app store and download the Spaces app. That's the Spaces app on your app store, S-P-A-C-E-S, and download that app. Or you can go to www.arc, A-R-K, of the covenant, C-O-V-E-N-A-N-T, ministry, M-I-N-I-S-T-R-Y.com. Again, that's www.arc, A-R-K, of the covenant, C-O-V-E-N-A-N-T, ministry, M-I-N-I-S-T-R-Y.com. Go through one of the portals there, prayer, messaging, spiritual exercise, mental or physical workout, and it will ask you for a code. Now the code that you put in is this, capital K, capital F, capital Q, capital G, capital E, and capital S. Again, capital K, capital F, capital Q, capital G, capital E, and capital S. And download it to your phone. It only goes on your phone. It, and it is free. All we ask for is your prayers. And you will find some great stuff on the app. A lot of great stuff on there. You would even find the Covenant Seekers Police Precinct 27. <laughs> Have a lot of great stuff going on. You can also follow us on our podcast, which you can find on most major uh, platforms, the Ark of the Covenant Ministry. You can subscribe to that. It is free. You can also listen to it through your Alexa app if you link it through there. 
You can also follow us on the Art of the Covenant, the number two, our YouTube channel, which got hundreds and hundreds of videos there. So you could spend hours and hours of time just get you some popcorn, as my wife said, and you and the family just sit down and just watch, 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 <laughs> and enjoy the, the, the teachings and stuff that's there. You can also follow us on our Facebook page, the Ark of the Covenant Ministry on Facebook. All of our stuff has that our logo, which is the, the world with a hand on top, hand underneath with the blue world symbol with the words in there, instruments being used to reach those that's trying to reach up. So please, we trying to be everywhere you are. And as my wife always says, Jesus loves you. And so do we. So you all have a blessed day. Bye-bye now. Bye.